0: Alright, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are, tuning into this show. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Welcome. It's Friday night. You know what that means, kids? Love one, right? And it's 5 p.m. Normal start time. At least what we're going to do unless we have to change that. We're going to keep it here for a while. Um, Please share this out. Wait, this time time zone I meant this timeline five o'clock we're, we may change it depends on what we have to do for Omar to get him to be on here right hard to hard to say <clears throat> with his schedule um, with the stuff that he's got going on in his life it's hard to get you know him on live so we're I was thinking about changing it and, or going back to record it I'd rather be live because then I can see you guys in the chat right? So I'm sharing this out right now. So we are going to be doing the Love One as usual on Friday night. So those of you who want to share, please share this. You can start a um, watch party if you like and have your friends tune in. That would be okay, right? Okay, so um, I'm going to back up the questions just a couple, uh, only because I guess I could turn my camera on for now, huh? so you guys can see me there. Namaste. Right, as long as my camera stays on, I made sure the wire wasn't. I didn't have anything sitting on it. This camera's real sensitive. Um, if I jiggle the dust too much, it gets turns off. Okay, so I'm going to back up the questions a little bit, just so you guys know where we are, because we re- we cut off right in the middle, because I went rambling on last week, and, and we got cut off right in the middle of a of a thought or a conversation between Don and and uh, Rob. Okay, so if you guys are finding this for the very first time, because a lot of people aren't, you know, finding this in the in the, in the beginning, because the, the you know, between 1981 and 1984, there was a group that are still around, calling themselves the LL Research Group. They were using channeling, ESP, channeling, to try and see if they can make contact with somebody in the universe. And of course, they did. They made contact with someone, not just someone, but an entire hive mind complex, an entire species. That they could communicate like the Borg, right? And the very first thing they said was, after saying we are making contact and we communicate now, <laughs> they said we are raw. And Dawn said, we have a raw here in history on Earth. Are you that raw? And they said, yes, we are raw. We were on your planet. We built your pyramid, or your pyramids. So that started uh, 30 to 45 minute channeling sessions as many times as they could, either daily or every other day, depending on uh, wh- how tired Carla was from doing it. She, got, she gets very worn out. Channeling is not something that's easy to do. So between 1981 and 1984, they channeled 106 sessions. became five books, six if you count the, the starter book where he talks about UFOs and explains all of that phenomenon. So I found that, actually it was was told to me that because of the way I was talking, what I had discovered uh, going in my life, I called The Way. I still do. If you go to Orion Rising, the page on Facebook, you see the description there and I call it The Way. I'm writing a book called The Way. And a friend of mine who was an administrator at the time for one of my groups that I created, basically run in the group because I don't have time really to do that anymore so I have people that do that and I kind of turn over the reins to them and let them run that while I'm trying to do you know all the stuff in the background and I appreciate every single one of them that, that do that because they're taking you know none of us are getting paid for this so they're taking time out of their lives to actually police all the crazies in the world from posting craziness on the pages okay so 106 sessions and um, she said to me one day when I was talking on this show, she said, that sounds like the Law of One. And I said, what is the Law of One? She said, oh, Lord, Leo, you've never read the Law of One. I said, no. She said, here. And she linked me the YouTube, which I play here now, from Muffy Moose so that it has the words on the screen and it has the computer speaking the words from the book. And this is LL Research approved um, material. It's their, their actual book or books. Okay, so um, I started reading them right and it took me I think two months to get through all 100 sessions, all five books and I was like wow I have to I have to go on the air and and help explain this help help translate this stuff into uh, terms that people can understand because if you're not a nuclear physicist the, the you know, the the verbiage is crazy. And if you've listened to any of it or read any of it, you know that. If you haven't and you're just discovering this now, I'm giving you this explanation because I hit and miss and I don't always give the explanation when I should to everybody. Um, Tracy, welcome. Tracy actually you made it here on time times. She's usually getting in later because I usually start earlier but so she shows up like right about now and she's like, Sorry I'm late No, you got here in the beginning, girl. I just went on the air. Um, so share this out please and anybody else that's in there that hasn't said anything in the chat that I'm so I don't know if anybody else is in there please share this out so uh, so I'm, I'm giving you the information because we are on session 75 that means that they're you know between the first explanation and if I don't have it in the in the uh, in the uh, description and like now I just go live right I don't think I put a, a, a title on this so I'll have to go back and edit it afterwards um, uh, that's what I'll have to end up doing Th- so you don't know the background story if you don't if you have if this brand new to you you don't, you don't know the background story so and that's the background story okay so I'm gonna go ahead and, and switch screens over here to uh, the YouTube channel and go full screen so you guys can then uh, see the words if you go full screen on your whatever device you're using you can actually read the words along and if you don't want to do that um, or you can't for whatever reason you can always go to uh, law of One dot info, I N F as in Franco. It's not the law of one, but law of one dot info. And if you do that, uh, that is the LL researches uh, um, site where they posted the uh, um, the actual transcripts of the audio tapes that you can read along with. And there's slight differences there <coughs> from what they put in the, the book just because they had to edit some things for the book but it's almost identical uh, every now and then they'll you'll skip a, a number because there was something that was messed up and they and they had to and they took that out and so then all of a sudden it gets off the one that one session will be off by one digit because they took out something uh, so you'll see that you'll understand it I used to read along with it and point all of those out but nobody seemed to be really concerned with it so we just, I, we just stopped doing that and said okay they're they can read along with it but also point of fact that when you're there you know how the and, uh, when you look at them and have the session number they're gonna have a little arrow Button. it's a play button it's a little blue play button if you hit that you're going to hear the actual audio but it's really really slow I talk really fast raw talks fast on the computer but in reality Carla speaks one word every five or seven seconds <laughs> almost that slow I mean literally I am raw that's literally the speech she speaks at so that's why they took 30 to 45 minutes for every session Okay, And then on top of that, there's no interpretation. That's just the raw session, like if you read it in the book. So you, unless you can interpret it and you're okay with the interpretation and you understand every word, then you don't need me. But if you don't, uh, then you're going to need me or people like me. Uh, and We were the first ones to do it, and now there's people out there. A lot of people, I just found another one uh, that's out there doing it as well. So. Um, and, and I get no credit, right? We get no credit over here. We're the first ones to do it. Uh, this is coming up in my second year, coming up in October. On the 16th of October will be the two-year mark, session by session, week by week, okay? And we're only on 75, so we have 30, what is that, 40 uh, sessions left to go, 41, or 31 sessions le- left to go it was 106. So, yeah, 31 sessions still to get through, and that means 31 weeks or th- or 30 weeks, from now okay so there everybody out there that's doing it i don't know anybody who's doing it any faster i don't know anybody who's doing like one every single day it seems like they're doing the same thing because it's time consuming you have to actually talk about it okay so let me go ahead and, and switch the screen let me see what screen we are here i think it's that one yeah that's the one it's going to be because that's the studio for going live so gonna go over here go over here to this and i have it primed for question 29 so we're on a uh, session 75 question 29 so I backed it up about three questions from where I left off last week all right so um, let me make sure that I have this over here that you're seeing yes I'm going to go in full screen over here and go ahead and start playing this so like I said this is session 75 of 106 question number 29
1: question 75.29 Questioner, then would the adept use this resonant quality to become more one with the creation and, therefore, attain his objective in that way? Answer, I am Ra. It would be perhaps more accurate to state that in this circumstance the creation becomes more and more contained within the practitioner. The balance of your query is correct. Question 75.30. Questioner, could you tell me the musical name of the notes to be intoned that are of this quality? Answer, I am Ra. We may not. Question 75.31 Questioner, I didn't think that you could, but I thought it wouldn't hurt to ask. Then I assume that these must be sought out and determined by empirical observation of their effect by the seeker. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is partially correct. As your seeking continues there will be added to empirical data that acuity of sensibility which continued working in the ways of the adept offers. Question 75.32. Questioner, the three aspects of the magical personality are stated to be power, love, and wisdom. Is this correct and are these the only primary aspects of the magical personality? Answer, I am Ra. The three aspects of the magical personality power, love, and wisdom, are so called in order that attention be paid to each aspect in developing the basic tool of the adept, that is, itself. It is by no means a personality of three aspects. It is a being of unity, a being of sixth density, and equivalent to what you call your higher self and at the same time is a personality enormously rich in variety of experience and subtlety of emotion. The three aspects are given that the neophyte not abuse the tools of its trade but rather approach those tools balanced in the center of love and wisdom and thus seeking power in order to serve. Question 75.33. Questioner, you mentioned in an earlier session that the hair was an antennae. Could you expand on that statement as to how that works? Answer, I am Ra. It is difficult to so do due to the metaphysical nature of this antennae effect. Your physics are concerned with measurements in your physical complex of experience. The metaphysical nature of the contact of those in time-space is such that the hair, as it has significant length, becomes as a type of electrical battery which stays charged tuned, and is then able to aid contact even when there are small anomalies in the contact. Question 75.34 Questioner, is there an optimum length of hair for this aid? Answer, I am Ra. There is no outer limit on length, but the, shall we say, inner limit is approximately four to four and one half inches, depending upon the strength of the contact and the nature of the instrument.
0: See, so here you see that the length of your hair, your hair acts like an antenna. I talked about this last time on the last show, right? Like Samson from, you know, Samson and Delilah, right? And then you have like the um, Jedis in the the Jedi Masters, in the the, uh, movies. And if you look at Egypt, the uh, the kings always had long beards. Uh, If you look at most of your spiritual people, other than like the Eastern philosophical thought, they shave all their head and all their hair off. Right? So they're not trying to project without, though. Remember that. They're trying to look within and communicate with themselves and their higher selves so they shave their head okay so if you're trying to communicate outside to someone else you want to have hair of at least four inches long someplace beard hair on top your head whatever okay so that's why most of your spiritual and Western philosophical thought most of your spiritual deities have long hair and including in the movies we put that in all of our books in the movies with with the uh, spiritual leaders and the wizards and sorceresses they always have long hair and magic use in real life you show me a magic user in real life and I'll show you someone who dyes their hair because it goes white fast goes gray fast transmuting energy of that sort especially when you get to high magic it makes your hair go gray it does I don't care who you are you dyeing your hair or you're letting it go natural okay so here we go
1: question 75.35 questioner may anyone in third density accomplish some degree of healing if they have the proper will desire and polarity or is there a minimal balance of the energy centers of the healer that is also necessary answer I am raw any entity may at any time instantaneously clear and balance its energy centers Thus in many cases those normally quite blocked, weakened, and distorted may, through love and strength of will, become healers momentarily. To be our healer by nature one must indeed drain itself in the disciplines of the personality. Question 75.36. Questioner, how does the use of the magical ritual invoking a magical personality a the mind, body, spirit complex totality, could you expand on the answer that you gave in the last session with respect to that? Answer, I am Ra. When the magical personality is properly and efficaciously invoked the self, he has invoked its higher self. Thus a bridge betwixt space-time and time-space is made.
0: I just want to pause one moment just to say, uh, if you're still in the audience, hello, Renee. It's been a while. I just happened to look down at the chat again and it said Renee was watching. So if you're still here, hi, (laughs) welcome, (laughs) welcome to The Law of One, which I do every Friday night, which is very spiritual and it's also very magical and it's also UFO alien, deep state stuff, all wrapped into one, but I try to keep the politics out of this and just stay with the spiritualism aspect, which covers everything, if you haven't read any of these sessions, it's insane
1: and the 6th density magical personality experiences directly the 3rd density catalyst for the duration of the working. It is most central to deliberately take off the magical personality after the working in order that the higher self resume its appropriate configuration as analog to the space-time mind, body, spirit. Question 75.37. Questioner, then you are saying that the act Signal or key for the invoking of the magical personality, which is the putting of something on or a gesture, should also be as carefully taken off to reverse the gesture. Perhaps at the end of the invocation,
0: is it? See now, that's this goes. If any, if any of you out there listening to this anywhere on the planet, if you are a magic user of any kind, you you understand that right there? Yes, absolutely when you're if you're casting a circle to work in you have to uncast the circle if you're starting a spell you have to end that spell okay so you have to start and end and have the 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 um, appropriate measures being taken to protect yourself when they do a session to channel they actually uh, open a circle okay so they actually have the bed I had the pictures up on my uh, page I don't know if they're still there you can find them there but they have the bed there, and they have behind the bed they have a, a, a little table. They have incense burning. They have a candle burning. They have a Bible there. It's open to a certain passage. They uh, they they literally walk the room, cleanse the room, you know, uh, then you know, push out all negative energy. Then they actually uh, open a circle. They cast a circle to to work in uh, to protect them. And there's three of them doing it right. There's your there's your law of three again. As above, so below. The three six nine the infinity They do this every single time. Then you have to undo that. When I make my Ormus, I have 32 crystals, or 33 crystals, sorry, and I set them, and I start with facing east first, and I go around, and I set them down, and I have the stuff in the center that I use, and I make it, and I get it all together, and I put the water in it, and I stir it up and the whole mines and then I cover it completely in aluminum foil, right, all the way around top, bottom, after I put the lid on, and then I take it from there, and I move it to another... Uh, place that is surrounded by crystals as well okay and I set it there and then I go back and then I take apart the you know the circle by going backwards starting from the 33rd back to the first crystal back into the bag where the crystals go into the whole nines including the uh, the stuff underneath that I set everything on on the table Then I fold that up and I put it in with the crystals Um, it's a ritual that I go through every single time you have to do that with everything so that you stay. It's just like I do that with everything. Because of being into martial arts and being in magic, everything for me is, is um, all my movements are, are uh, I try to use as little energy. Then I worked in construction and maintenance for 10 years. And, and uh, my martial arts came into play there because you want to work, uh, you know, and have every movement count. Otherwise, you wear yourself out. You have to learn if you're going to be digging or picking or hammering or drilling or whatever, that if you're completely right-handed, you're in trouble because you're going to wear yourself out. You have to be able to be ambidextrous and, and work with your whole body to, uh, to be able to do things and, and keep th- that pace up and keep your strength up uh, so that you don't overtax one part and get injured. Everything is, everything is that way. Every time I move, whenever I walk, whatever I do, it's just, it's just become part of a habit of what I do, right? Like, I don't think about it, but even in fall when the leaves were on the ground, I can walk from my doorstep across the street and get in my van without once stepping on a twig or a leaf and I don't pay attention that I'm doing it, I just do it automatically. That's <laughs> just crazy, I know. But I've had people say, "That dude, I didn't even hear you. How did you walk all the way across this with all these leaves there? I'm like, I didn't touch a leaf. And rarely do I do that unless I'm like not really paying attention at all, but if I'm walking, i automatically look and see the field in front of me the the street in front of me and i try not to because that's the way i was trained i was taught that from a very young age in martial arts right and in survival skills so because of that even now i'm going to be 53 in a a week six days okay so because of that i still do those things like picking up ice trays. I'll crack ice trays and I'll go and fill them up and I'll have three of them stacked on each other. I will pick those up and I'll walk over and put those in the freezer. I won't I won't have a single drop on the ground. And when people watch me walk, they go, you look like you're in combat martial arts. What are you doing? I walk with a purpose. Okay, so it, it, everything has to be drilled into your head to do that. So you have muscle memory, right? When I cook dinner in the oven, even the cold plate I'm going to put in the oven to start cooking, I will not touch it without oven mitts. Because if you never touch it without oven mitts, you're not gonna accidentally grab it when it's hot with oven, without oven mitts. Do you understand? So I don't touch the very first time I put stuff in it, get it ready to cook, and then I use oven mitts to open the outside door of the oven and then pull the grate out and then I reach up and grab the cold plate with meat in it and set it down in there whatever you know whatever I'm cooking on or in set it in there and then close it I never touch it without the oven mitts so there's no mistake see but I'm a Virgo and we're weird that way right (laughs) Virgos are weird that way it's kind of funny yeah karate and everything you do yes Reese welcome my friend yes I mean, you, that's just the way you you get to do things that way you don't you don't mess things up either like if I'm going to set something down people kind of watch me and, and they'll say like you well, know, that was weird what are you doing I look I look weird like if I have two glasses next to each other like I do here on my desk one has water and one has coffee if I reach over and I grab one I won't just indiscriminately pull it away from the other one because I might clank them together. Sometimes you'll hear me do that with my ring on the desk because I forget I have the ring on and I'll move my hand too close to the desk and my ring will go snap. But I will actually set, if I'm going to set it back down, I come in, I glide it into place, I set it down and then I don't just jerk my arm straight back. I actually pull my arm back in a way that I'm not going to bump into anything else around it and they do that all the time without thinking so sometimes people look at me and go that was kind of a weird movement you just did there, dude you have, what is what is the deal and I'm like I'm trying not to knock into anything else I'm trying to be as quiet in every movement that I do as I possibly can and most efficient so that you have um you know you have more energy you only use the expend the energy you need to okay here we go
1: this correct answer I am raw this is correct it should be fastidiously accomplished either in mind or by gesture as well if this is of significant aid question 75.38 questioner now in the invocation of the magical personality it is not necessarily effective for the neophyte Is there a point at which there is a definite quantum change and that then the magical personality does reside in the neophyte, or can it be done in small degrees or percentages of magical personality as the neophyte becomes more adept? Answer, I...
0: Neophyte literally means newbie, right? new new person, someone who's just learning. And yes, he's right, and he's—he's he's, that's why he's, this, this, the latter is correct. Because as they become more adept, you start using more and more energy, more and more magic, or uh, or whatever. Even if you're even if you're meditating, whatever it is, and when you become better at it, you gain more knowledge because your vibration actually starts to to you start to vibrate at a higher tone. So because of that, becomes you become more powerful, and then you automatically uh, start doing that, or you have to because then becomes dangerous. When you're doing, when you're just starting out, you're not so dangerous, you know, you're a novice. And that's what neophyte means, just a novice. But as you become more adept, absolutely. Amra, the latter is correct.
1: Question 75.39. Questioner, then is it correct that a good sequence for the developing of the magical personality would be alternate meditations first on power and then a meditation on love and then a meditation on wisdom and then to continue cycling that way? Answer, I am Ra. This is indeed an appropriate technique. In this particular group there is an additional aid in that each entity manifests one of these qualities in a manner which approaches the archetype. Thus the visualization may be personalized in much love and support within the group generated. Question seventy so,
0: 70- See and and that also goes with everything else too. Okay, say so right here you're doing this for your mind and your spirit, okay? and you're you're going through these different steps same thing with your body right if you're working out and you're exercising you don't want to work out just your upper body for like every day right you want to alternate and you also want to alternate in a way that tricks your body into non-routine your body it loves routine but it's bad for you okay that's why you have muscle memory and you get you do things repetitively well if you want to save your life you make sure you kick those into play okay and once you do that, your body will respond. That's just like when you're, when you're younger. I do this, and I've said this on other shows. I have really good reflexes. And if I drop something, nine times out of ten, I'm going to catch it. I can't say I'm perfect, right? So I'm never going to say, oh, I'll catch it every single time, no matter what. Because I'm not. I don't. But, my, but I catch things far, far, far more than other people. And people say, how do you do that? And I said, well, I train myself. Instead of chasing the object as it falls... Because you're going to grab at it at the place where you see it. And by the time you get there and you grab at it, it's going to be gone past that point now. So to catch something, you have to go where it's going to be. So once you train your mind to never go chase something as it falls, but to go where you know it's going to be, we can move faster than gravity. We have the ability to move faster than gravity. Okay, Gravity is a constant, and it has to pick up speed to hit that constant. So if you're dropping something and it's only four feet to the floor, it's not going to reach terminal velocity in that time unless it's glass. You know what I mean? Unless it's thin glass. You drop it, you can then chase it and hope that you can catch it, which you won't because you're you're tricking your mind into grabbing it at a spot that you see it now. When you get there, like I said, not there. But if you know that it's here and it only travels at this rate of speed and it's on its way down, you go to where it's going to be and you'll catch it nine times out of ten because you're catching it from underneath instead of chasing it down. OK, so here he's 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 saying, you know, that, that you have to go through these cycles. It's the same thing when you're working out, it's the same thing when you train yourself for anything. You want to repetitively do things without being repetitive because your body gets used to the repetitiveness and then nothing grows. You don't grow. OK, so just working out, you can and learning language, you can grow more brain cells. Right? but you have to trick your brain otherwise it becomes a routine if it becomes a routine your body gets used to it and it learns nothing from that movement that's why if you look at the guys that are in martial arts or whatever they cross train they do all this other stuff and then they, they they have a set routine but that routine is designed to mess their body up and then they have you know grappling and then they have you know working out you have a, you have a sparring partner different sparring partners why they react differently they know different skills they react differently than the other one do you understand? So you have to constantly do that with everything, and if you do that with everything, you become more efficient at everything, and then it, you actually become smarter. Right? I mean that's the truth. That's how these guys were like ninjas back in the day, samurais, the Greek hoplites. That's why they were so good. Like now with the special forces in over in in, in uh, Jerusalem, you know the, the Israelis, the you know the the American uh, Navy SEALs. Right? These guys. Are elite, elite, because of what? Well, they do repetitive stuff, but they do all kinds of other training too. So they're constantly training, and they're constantly tricking their body and doing things that pushing themselves to the limit forces your body to react. Same thing here. He's talking about mentally.
1: Five point four zero. questioner Is the exercise of the far best for the instrument, or is there anything better that we could do other than the things that you have already suggested to aid the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. Continue as you are at present. We cannot speak of the future as we may then affect it, but there is a great probability possibility if you follow the path which you now tread that more efficacious methods for the entire group will be established. This instrument begins to show rapid distortion towards increase of pain. We, therefore, would offer time for any brief query before we leave this working. Question 75.41 Questioner, is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? Answer, I am Ra. You are conscientious. The alignments are well. I am Ra. I leave you, my friends, in the love and the light of the One Infinite Creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and peace of the One Infinite Creator. Adonai. It'll cycle through to the
0: next video. For those of you listening to on the MP3 podcast, you don't have visuals to see that. That was October 31st, 1981. Session 75, the first port of 75. Now we're going into part 2. February 3rd, 1982. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite
1: creator. We communicate now. Question 76.1. Question Could you first please give me an indication of the condition of the instrument?
0: Answer, I am Ra. This instrument is in a
1: state of physical complex bankruptcy which has existed for some of the measure you call time.
0: The vital energies are normal with a strong
1: spiritual complex counterpart and will lending substance to the mind, body, spirit complex energy levels. Question 76.2 Questioner: will our continued communication with Ra be deleterious to the physical energies of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. We may answer in two modes. Firstly, if the instrument were thusly dedicated to this use with no transfer of energy of physical complex nature it would begin to call upon the vital energy itself and this, done in any substantive measure, is actively deleterious to a mind, body, spirit complex if that complex wishes further experience in the illusion which it now distorts. Secondly, if care is taken, firstly, to monitor the outer parameters of the instrument, then to transfer physical energy by sexual transfer, by magical protection, and, lastly, by the energetic displacements of thought forms energizing the instrument during contact there is no difficulty in that there is no worsening of the instrument's mind, body, spirit complex distortions of strength weakness. It is to be noted that the instrument, by dedicating itself to this service, attracts greetings of which you are aware. These are inconvenient but, with care taken, need not be lastingly deleterious either to the instrument or the contact. Question 76.3 Questioner, of the three things that you mentioned that we could do for the instrument's benefit, would you clarify the last one? I didn't quite understand what you meant. Answer, I am Ra as the entity which you are allows its being to empathize with any other being, so then it may choose to share with the other self those energies which may be salubrious to the other self. The mechanism of these energy transfers is the thought, or more precisely, the thought form. for any thought is a form or symbol or thing that is an object seen in time-space reference. Question.
0: See, and here again he was speaking of all the different ways that the energy transfer can benefit he, you know, the one, or the, or, or the all, or the group. Sexually transmitted was one of them, and here he was talking about the, you know, obviously the thought form that's intentions, objects, whatever it is that you need to use or project, in, you know, into your mind. Like for instance, you talk to people who play music on stage, and they'll tell you that there's a transfer of energy. They're playing the music and it goes out and the energy that they created in that song goes out and affects the people in the crowd. And the crowd, in turn, give energy back to the people playing in the bands, right? It's the same thing with actors, you know, and even people of power, right? When you see someone with reverence, you project that, they feel that. That's why the opposite is when you're, say, you're driving down the street and somebody cuts you off and you honk a horn, flip them off. Now you're angry. You're cussing at them. They see that. They feel that energy from you, and they're going to return in, in, in kind. Flip you off back. Whatever, bro. Uh, stick it. Right? Or get mad at you and slam on the brakes, try to run you off the road. Whatever. That so, so the energy that you portray and, and put onto people is real so when you look at somebody and you judge them that's why in the bible it says you know judge not lest you be judged right i know some of you guys hate that when i get when i get my christian up you have to remember i am a minister however uh you know i don't believe in going to uh churches religions are the worst thing for you if you're awake if you need that because you need someone to lead you then they're okay but if you're awake you don't need a religion you need spiritualism and that becomes personal Jesus was trying to teach that actually and so was Muhammad okay so what you project is important how you see yourself how you see what you're doing if you're trying to heal someone or you're trying to cast a circle or you're trying to meditate whatever it is that you're trying to do this goes back to what I was saying before okay and that's what he's still trying to to explain He's using metaphors now, moving from place to place to show you. Question
1: 76.4
0: Question, has our use of the banishing ritual of the lesser pentagram been of any value, and what is its effect? Answer, I am wrong. Now, here when he when he says the lesser pentagram, he's referring to the pentacle. Okay? The, he doesn't understand Eastern philosophical thought as much as he thinks he does, because people will call the pentacle the pentagram. the pentagram is the upside down five-pointed star that they put the goat head in okay the pentacle is the upright five-pointed star both of which have a circle around it okay but they're completely different they're completely different it was stolen the upright one just like the upside down cross was stolen by satanists when they created their religion and they just went whatever they're for we're the opposite that's how original they were okay so they, the two top two religions at the time when the Satanism was being brought in effect was the pagan uh, religion. That's what the, the church calls anything that's non-Christian. They call them pagans, heathens, bohemians. Okay, but it was, it was what is Druidism, Wiccan, Wiccanism in the, in the world. People don't want to believe that because they always want to believe that those two religions are very small. They're actually older than most of the religions on this planet. They go back further. So hardly any religions on this planet that go back as far or further than the European religions. Believe it or not, even though everybody thinks they're a bunch of cave dwellers and that the Egyptians were a high society and the Romans were high society and the, the Indians when in India were high society, and they were just a bunch of running around the mud wearing skins. It's not true. They were running around the mud wearing skins, but everybody was then. Even they were. They were just in sand. Anyways, my point is that the two largest religions at the time the satanism was officially created was the christian religion and the wiccan druid religions so because they had a pentacle they turned that upside down and said oh look oh look it fits the goat head from that other bad character over there that we were going to incorporate into our evil society look the goat head fits just perfectly hmm it must be re- it must be divine uh, intervention and then they took the cross turned it upside down same crap okay and said that and, and the, the funny thing is that if you look at the the upside down cross the truth of that is that one of the apostles and I don't remember which one so don't don't get mad at me and hate on me if I don't remember the name of the apostle I just know it was like John or Peter somebody they didn't want to be crucified the way Jesus was crucified so they they said to crucify me you know upside down which First, firstly, the cross is wrong because when you were crucified, they didn't put you up on a on a T, which is what they call a cross. They put you on an X, which is what they called a cross. Okay, so so you wouldn't have had Jesus with one foot over the other and a nail through his feet. First of all, because he could get loose by tearing it straight out through his toes, it would have been through his ankles. Above his ankle, because then the ankle bone would, would hold him. Even if he fell over, he would fall upside down and be hanging by his feet. Same thing goes for if they if they had crucified him and put it through his arms, it went it went through his hands because again the same thing. The weight of his body would would he would his hands would end up going free just because it would pull through the skin. But if you put it behind the wrist, the wrist bone will keep you. You put it in between the two bones that are in your arm and and behind the wrist bone, and you're not going anywhere. You're stuck to that cross. Okay, so it would have been an X, not a cross, and he. so he would have been, you know, you see that in some movies where they where they put somebody up on an X, and it's usually in the, in the you know, somebody in the magical movies, you know, one of those uh, movies that's supposed to be in that time period, 1200s or below, you know. So th- that stuff is all wrong in and of itself anyways. That's part of the religions and one of the reasons why I look at these religions and go, if they can't get that right, how much of the other stuff are they, like, wrong with or embellishing on? Because that's not the way it was done. If you look back in history, it was not done that way. They didn't put you up on a cross, a T. They put you on an X. That's in Roman history. Okay?
1: Ah, this group's use of the banishing ritual of the lesser pentagram has been increasingly efficacious. Its effect is purification, cleansing, and protection of the place of working. The efficacy of this ritual is only beginning to be, shall we say, at the lower limits of the truly magical. In doing the working those aspiring to would have done the equivalent of beginning the schoolwork many grades ahead. For the intelligent student this is not to be discouraged, rather to be encouraged is the homework, the reading, the writing, the arithmetic, as you might metaphorically call the elementary steps towards the study of being. It is the being that informs the working, not the working that informs the being. Therefore, we may leave you to the work you have begun. Question seventy six point five. Questioner: Would it be beneficial for us to perform the banishing ritual more in this room? Answer: I am Ra. It is beneficial to regularly work in this place.
0: Question seventy six point
1: six. Questioner: I am sorry that we have had such a long delay between the last session and this one. It couldn't be helped, I guess. Could you please tell me the origin of the tarot? Answer: I am Ra. The origin of this system
0: of study and divination is twofold. This is you saying the the tarot or the tarot, the tarot cards. So here's where we're going to get into that, and this might bore you guys um, some because unless you're into that, because he's going to now ask about the original. And this is what he actually starting to say: the original tarot system of study. A, according to Raw, they created that. It was to help people to understand how to use the pyramid and and all of that and uh, it evolved into what it is today which is a good thing because it's taken on a life of its own which it should have and it is being used for many purposes which are to help people and aid people in a spiritual sense so that's cool but this is going to get tedious and you won't hear me interrupting a lot because he's going to now describe at some point here in the close future, he's going to want him to tell him exactly uh, uh, what every single card looks like to the to the last drawing. So he's because he's going to recreate it, and they did. I haven't seen it, but I heard that they did, and you can get it someplace online. So it's the original tarot cards as directed by Raw. That's kind of cool. I'm going to see if I can try and get a copy of those. That would be badass. All right, so here we go.
1: Firstly, there is that influence which, coming in a distorted fashion from those who were priests attempting to teach the law of one in Egypt, gave form to the understanding, if you will pardon the misnomer, which they have received. These forms were then made a regular portion of the learned teachings of an initiate. The second influence is that of those entities in the lands you call your, Chalgo and Mesopotamia who, from old, had received the, shall we say, data for which they called having to do with the heavens. Thusly we find two methods of divination being molded into one with uneven results, the, as you call it, astrology and the form being combined to suggest what you might call the correspondences which are typical of the distortions you may see as attempts to view archetypes. Question 76.7 Questioner, then am I correct in assuming that the priests of Egypt, in attempting to convert knowledge that they had received initially from Ra into understandable symbology, constructed and initiated the concept of the Tarot? Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct with the addition of the Sumerian influence. Question 76.8. Question: were Ra's teachings focusing on the archetypes for this logos and the methods of achieving a very close approach to the archetypical configuration? Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct without being true. We, of Ra, are humble messengers of the law of one. We seek to teach to learn this single law. During...
0: Sorry about that, I just realized that it looks like your guys' camera froze. And I also didn't realize that until I turned the sound on to check it, that you guys are hearing it through my microphone as well, aren't you? I'm going to turn this down a little bit. And I'll have to start muting my microphone, I think. Sorry about that, guys. I didn't realize that it was giving the double sound. Somebody should have told me it was doing that. So it's coming through the speakers and going through the microphone. Maybe I should have plugged in the other microphone. Okay, so I'm going to mute my mic and go back. Oh, hold on. Let me recapture this window so you're not staring at the same picture right apologize for that I don't know why it does that. every now and then it just gets weird but I guess because I had hadn't I noticed that I wouldn't have turned the sound on to see if it was still working right and so I wouldn't have known that this is you guys were getting the double sound so I apologize for that using this operating system I'm getting away from using this operating system um, it's becoming outdated and not wanting to work properly so I'm going to be using StreamYard and Zoom uh, quite a bit more, and I'm probably uh, unless this one has an update that fixes this stuff, it's not really doing me much good. <laughs> okay, if I can get my sound system portion on StreamYard figured out, then I will I will be on that mostly for this show for certain. Uh, if not, it'll be Zoom because I pay for Zoom, and I'm thinking about paying for StreamYard as well, uh, and just keeping Zoom because I can get more people in the audience in that. So. Okay, muting my microphone. So if I'm going to say something, I'll have to pop out of full screen so I can get into the studio mode to unmute a microphone. That's another problem. If we were in the other operating system, I don't have to do on any of this. See? So, all right, here we go.
1: During the space-time of the Egyptian teach-learning we worked to bring the mind complex, the body complex, and the spirit complex into an initiated state in which the entity could contact intelligent energy and so become teach-learner itself said that healing and the fruits of study could be offered to all. The study of the roots of mind is a portion of the vivification of the mind complex and, as we have noted, the thorough study of the portion of the roots of mind called archetypical is an interesting and necessary portion of the process as a whole. Question 76.9 Question, is there, in Ra's opinion, any present-day value for the use of the Tart as an aid in the evolutionary process?
0: Answer, I
1: am Ra. We shall repeat information. It is appropriate to study one form of constructed and organized distortion of the archetypical mind in depth in order to arrive at the position of being able to become and to experience archetypes at will. You have three basic choices. You may choose astrology, the 12 signs, as you call these portions of your planet's energy web, and what has been called the 10 planets. You may choose the tarot with its 22 so-called major arcana.
0: You may choose the study of the so-called
1: Tree of Life with its ten Sephiroth and the twenty-two relationships between the stations. It is well to investigate each discipline, not as a dilettante, but as one who seeks the touchstone, one who wishes to feel the pull of the magnet. One of these studies will be more attractive to the seeker. Let the seeker, then, investigate the archetypical mind using, basically, one of these three disciplines. After a period of study, the discipline mastered sufficiently. The seeker may then complete the more important step, that is, the moving beyond the written in order to express in a unique fashion its understanding, if you may again pardon the noun, of the archetypical mind.
0: Okay, so I just wanted to point out that that it that is true In that, you know, I've said before what my father had said to me many times when I was little. You know, Dad, are we Christian? We lived across the street from a Mormon church. And he said basically that right there. Son, if you want to learn a religion, then you need to go and seek them. And don't just look at one. Seek as many as you can find and go and learn what they are teaching. Talk to them. Learn what they're teaching to see if one of those fits and I literally did that my entire life I still am okay so I became very knowledgeable about all religions not I don't know every single doctrine I can't quote every single Talmud right but I know enough to understand what they're about and their teachings and, and you know it's a it's a very vast it's almost infinite in and of itself because you have differences in older religions of the same type and newer modern versions of the same type, right? So if you look at Catholicism, you'll never have an American be Pope because even though people over here are Roman Catholic, not just Catholic, but Roman Catholic, they're still very um, liberal, very moderate in their thinking especially if you're on the west coast of the United States or the east coast, depending on where you are in the United States, also determines whether you're moderate or you know, or conservative or liberal minded thinking all over the world. Okay? So, they consider everyone in the North American continent or everyone on the North, uh, North and Central and South American continent to be too open-minded basically. And they don't like that. Right So that drives a lot of people away from that church, drove me away from it, and I was knighted by them, and I realized that Luther was the smart one. Luther was a bishop in the Catholic Church, didn't like the dogma and the rhetoric and the whole you know only men can rule and you can't be married and and all of that and Luther opened Lutheranism, started his own church based on the the christian church that was there but more swinging towards the way jesus was speaking there was people out there who believed that there was a whole church in the southern part of france that we believe mary magdalene showed up when they usurped the throne from her when jesus died drove her out she disappears out of the bible then no one knows where she goes the people in the south of france claim she went there started teaching the same way Jesus was teaching, and eventually the religion started there, and they said that the religion in Rome, I think it was in France at the time, they moved it to France and moved it back to Rome, the Holy See, and said they were wrong they're evil, and that they weren't, the, they weren't going according to Jesus. So what did the church do? The Roman Catholic Church sent its knights to the south of France and murdered more than 2 million people to eradicate that religion. But a couple of people got away, obviously, or where would the stories be from right there's There's many many books wrote, wrote about that written about that Dan Brown's uh da Vinci Code is based on four of them. I know because I have those four books he based his his uh, entire story on, and I know that because I've read those books, and if you ask him or you look at you know where he had his information from, he'll tell you the books Holy Blood Holy Grail was one of them. And Mary and her Knights was another one. That's two off the top of my head. I'm trying to think what the other ones were. If I can think them up, I'll tell you. Okay. So I wanted to, to cut in there and, and talk about that because the different ways of learning there are very, if you look, there's no Christianity or or, or Judaism listed there from Ra. It was Eastern philosophical thought and Northern philosophical thought and Southern philosophical thought no Western it's weird right but it's not but it kind of is I can go into those details if you want me to but I don't want to do that right now but I could and show you how all of that basically becomes Christianity right you add politics into it as soon as you add a political struggle for power that's when you get your Christian religion you get your Judaism you know, if you look at all the rest of them, they were there were gods dealing with people, not not taking over lands and fighting wars. That happened when David was there. Now all of a sudden, God was picking a side and having someone march on other people and kill people, and they had the the Romans and the and you had. Jesus, and you had the people trying to get him to do the same thing, and he refused. The same thing with Muhammad. They tried to get him to do the same thing that David did, and he refused. David did it, and they gave him a kingdom. Jesus didn't do it, and they killed him. Muhammad didn't do it, and they went after him to kill him. Moses wouldn't do it, and so Moses didn't get to go into the land of milk and honey. And everybody that was there, who were slaves, who left, all died. Everybody that was there, to the last person, who left during the Exodus, never got to see the end of the journey. Only their children did. Got to ask a question about that, right? And then Moses was still alive. They kept Moses alive long enough to show him, look, you got here, but you don't get to go in, go out to the desert and die. You know, some of these things you got to start questioning. Wait a minute, what? God loved his people so much, he sent Moses to free them and then let them all wander around till they dropped dead as their reward? What kind of God is that? see there's a lot of questions that, that clergy can't answer and I go back to the Garden of Eden again what kind of fucking God says okay you can live here but you don't get to know anything and then a, a, a you know snake comes slithering in and can talk and says here eat this fruit whatever it was because everybody some people say it was a berry some people say it was a strawberry I've heard cherry I've heard pineapple I've heard doesn't matter some sort of fruit on the vine and all of a sudden, that was the tree of life, or no, it was the tree of knowledge, and its fruit bore knowledge. And when you ate that, you became smart, and you learned. Well, I don't know something. At least the one thing they learned was that they were naked, because that was what they exclaimed. And God says, "Oh my God, you know, get out, never return." What kind of God is that? I created you out of mud. I was playing in the mud one day, created you, gave you life. That's what I think of you, mud. Okay. Let us continue. There's a lot of stories in a lot of these dusty old tomes that I'm just not quite sure are anything more than a guideline, really. All right, here we go. OK, I stopped that right at the end of that. So then why don't we just end there? How much time do we have left here? I thought there were some more. So hold on, let me backtrack out of here. Hold on, let me press pause so it doesn't, it's buffing. I have to wait. Oops, I hit the wrong buttons. That's right. I think I'm doing okay now. Nope, it's going to rebuff again. Hold on. Let me get out of here so I don't have to do that. Okay. Good. I think I hit press pause over there. I am <laughs> wrong. No, I didn't. I greet you in the love. Pause. There we go. Okay. So, how much time do we have left? We were getting close anyway. We are at three minutes till, right? Right there I am. I'm off kilter. Somehow this thing got off kilter. Oh, that's me. I got off kilter from where I was sitting. Okay, so that was pretty in-depth if you think about what we covered. So now it's going to go into, and so you'll see me doing that next time when we play. Unless you guys have questions, we'll be letting it run through the descriptions. And I'm not going to skip anything. We talked about maybe doing that just going, this is the Tarot, but no, that's not right. So we are going to play it, but we're going to get through it as fast as we can. So literally, when we start playing those, you might pop in, there won't be any discussion, and it's just going to be playing for you to hear. So if you have questions, go ahead, I would suggest to you, do some homework, go ahead and see if you have any questions, and if you do, then pop back in and ask us. And if we will pause, I will definitely pause, and if I think there's an explanation that needs to be uh, put in, because I know there's going to be, because I heard it, you know, I read this before, but it's been two years ago, um, but I know there's going to be because when they when he starts talking about the different... You know, coins and cups and that kind of stuff. But when he's doing the description, you'll see. You'll see. Maybe I should play a little bit just so you see. Now we'll do it next time. Okay? So, share this out, right? Tune in if you like my show. Um, you know, press, uh, press. Uh, you know, follow my page. This will be up on YouTube uh, in probably about an hour, hour and a half maybe. Same thing with the MP3 podcast podca- that's going out to... Uh, 80 countries around the planet now, uh, so that's kind of cool, right? I get, I get, I think I get more people, I get more people here when they're on, but the truth is, I get more people around the world um, off of Facebook, which is all right because Facebook is is you know starting to piss me off with its, um, you know, algorithm. You say the wrong word, just like the federal government start tracking you, Facebook starts banning you or or uh, not letting your videos go through just because you said certain words. I, twice now, I've had that happen to where I'm literally reading you actual information from their websites not a fake website not a a conspiracy theory Uh, they fact-checked me on this last one with three fact checkers three independent two of them were the same fact check place come on are you serious and all three of those I posted it in the in the uh, chat all three of those were uh, funded by the same people right and guess who those people were right anti-Trumpers no joke I show that all the time, okay. So you have that that factcheck.org and factcheck, factcheck.com. Both of those are run, owned, and operated by the Democratic Party. So anytime you say something that's going to be good about Donald Trump, that's a lie. I didn't say anything that had to do anything with politics. I didn't. I was talking about, um, you know, I can't say the, the whole thing. You know, the hydroxy. If I finish that, then they're going to say this one was uh, made up. And, and then, uh, yeah, and that was that was actually comparing the molecular structure of that to the molecular structure of the so-called vaccine and reading from each of those manufacturers website what the molecular structure was and what that did to the human body or in the human body and they said that I was talking about a conspiracy theory like I didn't I didn't claim anything other than if this one works that one has to work because they're the same thing they do the same thing and they said that I was making up conspiracy theories that's crazy Right? That's crazy. Well, you know why? Money. $128 trillion to vaccinate the world. That chloroquine to vaccinate the world? About a trillion. Money. Skrilla. Skrilla. Okay. So then now, right? Just me saying this, I'm going to be banned. Right? Algorithm. Trigger. Trigger. Algorithm. All right, guys. So thanks for being here. um You know share this out go and you know like my pages and if you guys don't want to watch it you know where you're seeing visuals you don't have to anywhere you listen to your podcast your favorite podcast Orion Rising is there I know I track that I have two separate companies that shoot it out to everybody on the planet one I'm paying for and the other one I'm not okay and I have this going out everywhere and those of you who are on Apple Podcasts, thank you because you guys are hitting that button more than anybody else right and, you know, what's weird is when I'm talking about the news and I'm talking about politics and I'm talking about everything that's going on, I get more hits from all of you guys in the States where the rioting is happening than I do anywhere else. So thank you to, you know, you guys. I I feel bad for you guys uh, out there. You guys probably won't listen to the show, so you're not going to hear me. So on my next show when I do uh, Orion Rising News or something else, I'll thank you guys uh, there as well because uh, my, my heart goes out to – everybody that's out there that's in the middle of trying to peacefully protest and you have some seedy bad characters that are obvious military personnel uh, paramilitary personnel being paid for by someone that is doing some bad things and you guys get a bad name from it that sucks because I know what you guys are up to and, I'm, and I agree with you. you guys should be out there talking when you need to sit down have serious conversations like adults uh, in, in this country and get some things hammered out and guys like me who have the color? I don't know if it's gonna buff you guys. I have freckles. Okay, so I represent every race on the planet. It's not gonna show you. I don't care what color you are. I have one of those spots someplace on my arm in 27 to 55 different places. Okay, so that's when people look at me and they go, "You're white." I'm like, "Only right there and right there, but not there and 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 there." Okay i'm I'm polka dotted. I have a spot for every color. I represent every color. People look at me like I'm like I'm blue. You know, when I was a kid, even children have never seen somebody with with a skin condition like mine. They're like, "Well, oh, that man's polka dotted, Mommy, It's because he has freckles. What is that? Some people don't know what freckles are. We're 10 percent of the population, right? We have all colors on our skin. People look at us. people say, "Oh, you don't know what it's like to be treated differently." Dude, have you seen my skin? I don't look like anybody. I have the skin color of everyone, and I look like no one. Okay, so just because you see this it's on my face, like, like right there, those are freckles, man. <laughs> right there, it's freckles. I got freckles on my lips, Jack. <laughs> I got freckles everywhere. Freckles. Look this side of my head. All that right there, you're seeing freckles. That's actually showing up on the screen over there. I got look my look at my chest here. Look at this. Look at the other side the other side let me get the mic out of the way you see all those poking out all those spots freckles i have the skin color of every race on this planet someplace on my body many 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 times i do not have one color one solid color And people go yeah but you're mostly white no 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 yeah my dna is from europe yeah you're right it doesn't mean anything do you know how many people of color are from europe (laughs) Come on, there's like ninth generation people there that are that are that are dark every every generation. It's, I'm tired of this whole, you know, thing. Do I say I'm Irish American? Why is it that we always say that nationality before we say our or our country of origin? I was born in America and I don't and I call myself like say European American or Irish American or Norwegian American, right? And people say African American, right? You were born in this country, you're an American. If you're born in England, you're English. You're born in Norway. You're Norwegian. Doesn't matter whether you have different DNA. That's where you're you were born. Unless we're going by DNA these days, that's what we're going to see ourselves as. Then there's people all over the world that are in the wrong fucking place. You know, and you should have different rights because uh, I should be a foreigner because I'm I'm not I'm not Native American, right? Those people are already you know they were from here. I'm not I'm from here because I was born here, but my DNA is from somewhere else. So I should have better rights. I should have Rights of people who who, who come in here in this country. Foreigners. I don't get those rights because I was born here. Isn't that crazy? Oh, but my DNA is not from here. How come those people who were born somewhere else and have a different DNA come here and it's different than me having my DNA here? Why is that? And I'm not entitled. You guys think we're entitled. We're entitled to jack shit. We are. We're entitled to garbage. We're entitled to nothing. <laughs> you guys think we, You got just because you're white, you got it made, man. No. No, we don't no we don't have you have you looked at the streets of LA bro there's a, mostly white people sleeping on the streets out here on the California right where do you think that comes from it's the rich bro now us. I wasn't gonna talk politics I apologize because I put this on Chase's uh on Chase's page I apologize Chase uh, uh you didn't hear me talk politics these are not the droids you're looking for all right guys I love you thanks for being here um, like i said pass this on to people if they're in any way interested in spirituality or have any questions about spirituality and if you have questions about all this stuff contact me and we can talk i got to still talk to finn i haven't been able to hook up with him he's in ireland and so our times are off and he's up when i'm asleep i I'm have to figure that out stay up late one night why does my microphone keep moving what's the deal here all right guys <laughs> have a good night <laughs>